actually a pretty good song oh oh it's the wrong song fuck hey everybody welcome back to the ninja warrior podcast for july 27th 2023 i'm your host greg hernandez and yep i fell off the wagon i could not do four shows in four consecutive weeks i tried couldn't do it but this show is only 10 days after my last show. It's still the same week, so I'm counting it, goddammit. I am. Nope. I, I, still, I still have a record going. That's changed my mind. I dare you. Anyway, yeah, Jason Aldean got himself into some shit, and I don't know why. I, I, honestly, I honestly am clueless about this one, but we'll get to that. Right now, I want somebody to explain to me. Can somebody message me on any of the social media platforms I'm on and tell me what the hell is going on with Elon Musk? This dude, oh my God. Okay, if there are any, if anybody doesn't think this guy came from money, like his family had money, all of this shit just wipes it out. It really does. Because there is no way, there is no way on God's green earth a human being can make themselves a self-made billionaire and then commit some of the biggest dumb shit moves known to man. Okay? Because let's let's start. Okay. First off, the dude had a strong start. He really did. With the with Tesla, the electric vehicles. Yeah, I know he stole the idea. I know he stole the concepts. The fucking electric car has been around for like the idea has been around for like a hundred years but goddamn it all the oil companies are like ah oh, that shit will never work no no it'll never no and then elon musk came out and he stole the designs and he passed that shit off as his own and said nope it'll work and we bought them we bought them people lined up for teslas around the block and you know what they're not bad cars my brother has one and I got to drive it the other day, and it's weird. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. It's it's very weird driving an electronic car, electronic electric electric car. Anyway, it's again. It's two in the morning. You know I don't. I never record when the sun's up. It's really weird driving an electric car because, as my brother put it, um, you got to drive it like a golf cart, and you do. You really do. You put that bitch in drive, doesn't go anywhere. You put it in reverse, doesn't go anywhere. Like, you actually have to depress the pedal for that fucker to move. So that threw me off. But it's cool as shit. Not going to lie. They are badass cars. So Elon Musk basked in the victory of introducing the electric car and taking full credit for it. And he went, you know what? We can go further. And then he created, has anyone ever heard of the Tesla Powerwall? That's a thing. He actually... I'm sure he stole the idea for this too, but damn it, he brought it out. They are solar panels that look just like roof tiles. So you know how your neighbor has solar panels on his house and it just looks ugly as shit because it looks like he has like plasma screen TVs on the top of his house? No, these were actual roof tiles 
that looked, excuse me, there were solar panels that looked like roof tiles. So you really couldn't even tell the house was running on solar. And they all fed in this thing called the uh, Tesla Powerwall, which is a big rectangular box that acts as a battery. The solar panels charge this power wall, the and the rest of your house runs off this power wall. That's badass. So, in the course of what ten years, twelve years, this fucking guy gave us electric vehicles and solar panels that didn't make your car didn't make your house look like a monstrosity. Okay. And it's only a matter of time. I've said this. It's only a matter of time until he melds those two ideas and has solar power cars. It's bet, bet in 10 years that shit's going to be out. And you'll be like, fuck, Greg talked about that in 2023. But Elon Musk had a strong start. Like he was he was shaping up to be the real life Tony Stark. And that was, was cool. Like it, he basically gave us clean energy. He gave us electric vehicles. He gave us solar panels. And you're like, and we won't even get to SpaceX. Like, I totally forgot about SpaceX. His company, I, I, I keep saying he gave. He gave. No, no, his company. The people that he hires that are smarter than him gave us SpaceX. And I don't know if you guys realize this, but our space program has been the drizzling shits for like 20 years. It has. We're actually buying rockets from Russia to get our American ass to space. That's one of the dumbest ideas ever because the Russians have hated us like three days longer than forever. And we're buying hardware from them to get us to space and trusting them not to blow us up 50 feet off the ground. SpaceX gave us rockets that will get us to space. And when the rocket boosters detach from the shuttle, those bitches land themselves back on Earth. That's cool as shit. Imagine if your Tesla drove you to a job interview and there was nowhere to park so you could just send the Tesla back home and wait for you. And when your interview was over, the Tesla came back and got you. That's basically the equivalent of what SpaceX does. That is some Knight Rider shit right there. Okay. So Elon Musk's first three times at bat, he knocked it out of the park all three times. And then what'd he do? The fucking guy bought Twitter. Why? Why? He bought Twitter for $44 billion. He didn't even negotiate. He just forked over $44 billion. And now the news just came out today. He's rebranding Twitter. And he's calling it X. I'm just going to let that settle in for you. He's, he's rebranding Twitter as X. Okay. Um, I guess I left a few things out. Twitter is actually now worth half what it was worth when he bought it. This guy paid $44 billion for a company that has progressively got worse in value. And then he starts picking fights with Mark Zuckerberg and Zuckerberg goes, Oh, Oh, you want to do this bitch? Okay. And Zuckerberg creates threads, which everybody that left Twitter is now on threads. 
Threads signed up 100 million people in its first week. And so Elon Musk's bright idea was, hey, I've seen Bar Rescue. We'll just rebrand Twitter and call it X, and the people will come back in hordes, right? Like, people will just flood back. All you gotta do is change the name. This, this uh, bro, this is why you hire people smarter than you, okay? This is right out of the Steve Jobs playbook. You hire people smarter than you, you tell them what you want them to do, they do it, and then you come out once a year in a fucking turtleneck and take credit for everything they did. How hard is this? You did it on the first three times. You did it on the Tesla. You did it on the Powerwall. You did it on SpaceX. All right? You came out. You told them what they, you wanted them to do. They did it. You came out and took credit for it. Really simple system. It was working for you. It really was. And then you're like, I'm going to buy Twitter. <laughs> and you bought it and you shit the bed with it. You totally shit the bed. You fired all your programmers. And now Twitter is the equivalent of that house in every neighborhood. And the house was really nice two or three years ago. But then a family moved in. And next thing you know, the lawn started growing broken down cars. And there's like three shitty broken down cars on the lawn. And there's like a Leonard Skinner banner in the window. And there's like a dog with three legs. And you don't know if the dog belongs to the family or if it just, yeah, that's Twitter now, dude. That, that's basically what you did to Twitter, all because you convinced yourself that you were the smartest guy in the room, okay? No, here's what the smartest guy in the room does. The smartest guy in the room says to himself, hey, I'm a dipshit. I should probably hire people much smarter than me, tell them what I want done, pay them well enough to where when I take credit for it, they'll shut the fuck up. That's, that's what the smartest guy in the room does. But what you're doing, what you're doing, I've seen happen hundreds of times. Hundreds. Here's what I mean. Everyone knows I managed a strip club for five years. And I watch so many dancers make a ton of money when they were new. Like, you, nobody makes more money than a stripper in her first 30 days. Because she's new, the customer's like, oh... We haven't seen her before. She doesn't know the rules yet. I can probably finger blast her in the VIP room, and she doesn't know that they're not supposed to do that. Yeah, no, that's that's basically every stripper I worked with for the first 30 days. Six months later, they're not making as much money as they were that first 30 days. So they change their name, hoping that the customers will think, oh, she's new. I've never seen Chantel before. Yeah, you did. But the last time you saw Chantel, she was Morgan. All right? Yeah, no, no, that's, that is basically, he's doing a stripper save on Twitter. That's, that's what's happening. Elon, you fucked up, bro. You, you did. And now you're trying to fight Zuckerberg in a cage match. The fuck? You know what? I have a great idea. I'm throwing this out there, and I need all your support, folks. I need all your support. I want to fight Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg in a triple threat cage match, winner take all. The winner of the triple threat match gets control of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, threads. That's, I'm, I'm calling it right now. That's what I want to happen, all right? And I'll tell you what, when I get in control of those four, I'm not going to have time for this shit anymore. Anyway, yeah, that's the Elon Musk bullshit. Moving on. Aliens are real. We had a congressional hearing today with former military whistleblowers 
stating that they have seen UFOs, excuse me, UAPs now. They are UAPs because they are unidentified anomalous phenomenon. That's a thing. They, yeah, so you basically had these former um, military pilots, you've had these former military uh, intelligence agents come out and say, fucking aliens are real and we've seen them. And you have all the dipshits on in Congress. Well, are you sure you saw? Shut up. Okay. Here. Okay. First off, first off, how many, how many dipshits have you heard say, we need to support our troops. We need to back our troops that you guys act like the military is flawless and infallible until they say some shit you don't agree with. And then you're like, oh, they're crazy. They don't know what they're talking about. Fuck you. They're the only ones who did. And so you have, they've admitted it. They, if you watch the congressional hearings, I, I watched the videos, ironically on Twitter. And I watched these guys come out and say, no, no, this, this thing was real. And you have this dumb shit representative from fucking Tuscaloosa. And I know Tuscaloosa in that state. Fuck off. Um, you have some dipshit senator from the South well, how do you know that this was not uh, um, a, an American aircraft? And the former military pilot just looks at him like you dumb motherfucker. Takes a breath and then he says, well, um, you know how when you throw a bottle into a river, it just follows the current? Yeah, this thing was floating in front of me. And withstanding the winds from a force four hurricane wasn't moving force four hurricane going on around it. And this little bastard just floating there looking at him. Find me one thing on earth that can do that. Okay. Yeah. Footage has been released. That was the one thing I, you guys might've missed it because Trump was in office. And when Trump was in office, that was just a dumpster fire every single day. And in the middle of the dumpster fires, they just released video of UFOs from that was taken from military aircraft. Like they released the footage. And now some three or four years later, we're actually getting congressional hearings where these military intelligence agencies are going, yeah, we're not alone. We, we are not alone. There are aliens. I seen them. Which led to my favorite activity of all time, arguing with social media trolls. That, I realized, it's actually, this is like heroin to me. I, I know it's not good for me and it's eventually going to kill me, but damn it, I can't help it. I have to do it. I'm going through, I think it was Facebook, and there's some dipshit talking about, this actually kicked off in a Star Trek message group. That's, yeah, that's, that's how you know I got sucked in. It was a Star Trek Facebook page and somebody jokingly posted like, Hey, since we now know that, that we're not alone, there's aliens out there. Do you think they will be cool? Like the Vulcans or some shit? It was, it was a joke. It was, somebody was making a joke. And then you've got this tin foil hat wearing dumb shit. Who's just no, no, there's no way you think about all of how big space is, how many planets there are, the space between the planets. There's no way that that is conclusive proof that there's not aliens out there. And I'm like, 
uh, okay, calm down, bro, calm down. And I simply made the observation. I said, do you not see the hole in your logic? Which right there, I'm sure his butthole just slammed shut. How dare you question me? And I said, listen, scientifically, we don't have proof that there are aliens. Even though we just had fucking congressional hearings proving there were aliens, but I'm trying to be nice. I said, okay, let's, let's assume we don't have scientific evidence, conclusive proof there's aliens. Logically, the flip side of that would be that there's no conclusive proof that there aren't aliens. I'm doing my best Mr. Spock here. I'm, I'm trying to speak logically and because it's true. There's no conclusive proof that aliens exist. There's no conclusive proof that aliens don't exist. If you want to substitute God for aliens in this argument, feel free. But you see where I'm going with this. And this dude lost his shit. Well, that's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. You can't prove, you can't prove the negative existence of something. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. There's, there's over hundreds of thousands of species of animals that are no longer on this planet. Gone. Negative existence. Do not exist anymore. Guess what? We've proved they're not fucking here. That's, that's, that's what science did. It's called archaeology. And at this point, I just pictured this guy just in his living room with his phone in his hand spinning out. Because he, he laid his argument on you can't prove the negative existence of something. And I went, yeah, actually, we've done it thousands of times. <laughs> it's, it's kind of what we do. All right. And then he, he does what every social media dipshit troll does. They try and shift the focus away from, oh, you just proved me wrong. And any dumb shit with an IQ over 36 would realize that you just proved me wrong. He goes, well, well, the people they're talking to aren't experts. So their testimony is questionable at best. And I click on this guy's uh, Facebook page. I go through his page and I'm like, uh, Brosif, you run a bait and tackle shop in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, Canada. Pardon me if I don't defer to your expertise in the matter, okay? Um, because they just had congressional hearings with former Navy pilots with 30 years of service in the military and former military intelligence officers. And you're charging people for earthworms and nightcrawlers by the bucketful, okay? So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually go with their expertise here and say that you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, if I had to put my life on which one of these people knew more shit about aliens, I'm not going to Moose Jaw. Sorry, it's just not going to happen. And at this point, he's just flailing around like somebody who just walked into a spider web. He's just swinging around as best as he can, and he's like, you have no idea what you're talking about. I mean, we've, we've searched, and we can't find, and blah, blah, and he's going off. I said, dude, listen. I said the most rational, logical thing that we can conclude is that we do not have the technical capability at this point in time to determine whether there are aliens or not. I said human beings at this point trying to trying to locate alien life, much less make contact, would be like a caveman trying to program an iPhone. OK, it, it, it's just worlds apart. No pun intended. 
and there's no way that we can that we can find out conclusively if we're alone or not. And that's when he comes back with, well, you're just confusing as hell. So I sat back and I told him, I said, well, smart motherfuckers sound like crazy motherfuckers to dumb motherfuckers. I sent it and I blocked him because that's how you close a social media argument with a troll. Anyway, so <laughs> I'm, I'm a dipshit. I'm a total dipshit. I fight with these trolls all the time. And I did forget my New Year's resolution, which was just slam these people, block them so they can't respond. And so it took me a few rounds. Like, I think we went five or six rounds when I went, oh, that's right. I dropped my smart motherfuckers, crazy motherfuckers, dumb motherfuckers line, and then I blocked him. And he's probably punching a moose head in, in fucking Saskatchewan right now. So fuck him. I have no idea why I told you that story. I'm just out of shit. I had two good stories for this show, and I'm like, no, I need a third. I need a third. Okay, we're going to scrape the bottom of this uh, social media troll bucket. There we go. So main event. Main event. Jason Aldean got himself into some shit. And I truly do not know why. I don't. Okay, so Jason Aldean put out a song called Try That in a Small Town. And the whole premise of the song is that you can't try all of these shootings and muggings and riots, and you can't try all that shit in a small town because a small town takes care of their own. And people have had their collective panties in a bunch because they're calling the song racist and they're calling the song ignorant. It's fucking country. You got to let some shit slide. But they're saying that you're, they're saying that you're maintaining the illusion of um, BLM was terrorists and Antifa was fascist and all these right, all this bullshit. Okay. For one thing, I just listened to the song right before I started recording the show. I just listened to the song. There is nothing racist about the song. There isn't, there is no racism in this song whatsoever. However, this is one of the most simple-minded, nitwit, dipfuck songs I've ever heard in my life. It really is. Like, this song sounds like it was written by a 19-year-old junior college student at Tallahassee City College who was there on a football scholarship but lost a scholarship because he got drunk and drove his car through the dean's living room. That's what this song sounds like, okay? It is just... There is no metaphor. There are no deep-seated messages or hidden meanings in the lyrics. It is what you see is what you get. This song was written with a can of skull and a, and a fucking bottle of natural light. A warm bottle of natural light at that. Like, this, this is stupid. This, is, this song is absolutely stupid. All right? And let's face it. It is just a generational redneck anthem to flex that's all it is okay and it's not like there isn't a precedent for these their generational redneck anthems come along every 15 to 20 years they do all right you guys don't realize it I, you know the songs you've heard them but i don't know how many of you have put the pattern together like i have which i realize is what every cult leader says but follow me on this one before, try that in a small town, 20 years ago, there was this song by Toby Keith called, We'll Put a Boot in Your Ass, It's the American Way. 
you guys remember that song, right? Yeah, Toby Keith, the basically, if if Larry the Cable Guy was wrote country songs instead of jokes, he would be Toby Keith, all right? Right after 9-11, Toby Keith wrote this song, probably with crayon, and he wrote this song called, We'll Put a Boot in Your Ass, It's the American Way. Toby Keith never left his fucking tour bus. Meanwhile, herds of rednecks joined the military to go fight Osama bin Laden. And yeah, Toby didn't do shit. Toby didn't put his boot in anyone's ass. Um, it's the American way. He basically got you to buy shit. He made money off it and you went to fight. That is the American way. I'm not going to lie. Who? Think about it for a second. Anybody that remembers this. Who did Toby Keith try to put his boot in their ass. Do you remember? It was the Dixie Chicks. Toby Keith picked a fight with the Dixie Chicks. The Dixie Chicks came out and said, it's a horrible song. It makes us sound ignorant. Well, the fact that you called yourself the Dixie Chicks... <laughs> The, the, the bar for ignorance is set pretty fucking high there. But we'll skip over that for a second. Toby Keith was pissed off that these three little blonde girls, how dare you question my, how dare you question my song and my patriotism? It's because it's a stupid fucking song, bro. Like, even your peers said, excuse me, I, I used the word peers, you probably didn't know what that meant. Even the same people in your industry, fuck, all them other folks that make country music, they even said your song was stupid. So Mr. We'll put a boot in your ass picked a fight with the Dixie Chicks. That was a thing. That was a thing. Oh my God. So yeah, that is another example of just a generational redneck anthem trying to flex on something that he thought made him sound like a badass. Do you guys remember the one before that? Do ya? Because it was played at every high school dance I ever went to. Ever. Here, tell me if this sounds familiar. Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots and ruined your blind tie affair. The last one to know. The last one to show. I was the last one you thought you'd see there. And I saw the surprise and the fear in his eyes. When I took his glass of champagne And I toasted you Said, honey, we may be thrilled But you'll never hear me complain Cause I got This song is the stairway to heaven for generational redneck flexing songs. Just, I, you know what? I left the entire first verse in so you could listen to the lyrics. This dumb shit showed up at his ex-girlfriend's wedding. With the soul for the sole purpose of ruining it, he showed up. He took the champagne out of the bro the groom's hand, and he just wanted to be a dick for his ex girlfriend's wedding. And every fucking person that heard that song cheered like Dale Earnhardt had come back from the grave to win another Daytona 500. That oh my god. Folks, that song was played at every high school dance I was ever at, all right? And think about it. 
Back in 1990, when this song is released, this song was the shit. In 2023, it's a reason to get a restraining order. That, oh my God. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, folks. The generational redneck flexing anthems. So to make people, to make the, the person writing it sound like I'm a badass. I do whatever I want. Folks, it's been going on for 30 years. Okay, longer than that. Longer than that, because I was actually doing some security for a wedding. This was the most white trash wedding I've ever seen in my life. The bride is six months pregnant, and you can see her leopard skin bra peeking out of the, ba of the back of her open back wedding dress. Okay? She wore flip-flops down the aisle. I got hired to do security at the hall. All right? The wedding party. The entire wedding party is outside in the parking lot drinking like a bunch of high school kids at the high, at the Friday night football game. All because the bride and groom didn't want to pay for the for the liquor license that would have allowed them to drink in the hall they rented. All right. I'm setting the scene for you. The next thing I see is one of the bridal parties or one of the wedding parties kids come running out of the hall into the parking lot and screams, they're playing Sweet Home Alabama. And what, ha what occurred after this could only be described as a stampede of white trash buffalo flowing from the parking lot into the hall, leaving their drinks in the parking lot, making sure not to spill them so they could come back after listening to yet another generational redneck flexing anthem. All right? That's all I'm saying. This shit goes back. So Jason Aldean wrote this song called Try That in a Small Town. Of course he wrote Try That in a Small Town, okay? Because, as we've established, generational redneck flexing anthems are as old as music themselves. Kenny Rogers had a song called Coward of the County where he described killing three men who assaulted his wife. Three guys! Three guys. Kenny, Kenny killed three guys. Yeah. It goes back, folks. That's all I'm saying. All right? This song wasn't racist. It was redneck. All right? And of course, of course, Jason Aldean wrote a song called Try That in a Small Town. Because the last time this fucking guy was in Vegas, he got shot at. Remember that? That, that happened. Yeah. The dude was doing a country of a festival in Vegas and he got shot at from the 36th floor of the Mandalay Bay. See, that that doesn't happen in small towns because generally small towns don't have buildings that go higher than 10 floors. So, yeah, it's fucking impossible to get shot at from the 36th floor in a small town. Does not happen. All right. So I I just thought that was funny as shit. So but yeah, don't don't try that in a small town. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Wait. Hey, Jason. Um, they did try that in a small town. Uh, it was called Uvalde, and the Uvalde Police Department shit their fucking pants. So, yeah. Not only is your song Redneck, it's just wrong. So, all right, folks. That's all I got today. My name is Greg Hernandez. I am the Ninja Nerd Warrior, and you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Threads, and TikTok. If you like the show, go ahead and uh, review it. Give me five spars, five spars, five spars, five stars. Not even going to edit that out. Fuck it. It's three o'clock in the morning. Give me five stars. 
uh, share the show with your friends, your family. Hey, you know anybody who likes Jason Aldean? Send them this show. I'm sure they'll love it. You can find this show on uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Amazon Music. Or you can go straight to the source and go to ninjanerdwarriorpodcast.com. So, all right, folks, I will talk to you next time. See you later.